Hi, Valorous Soldiers. I'm your host, Crystal Display, and welcome back to another podcast where we're all about sisterhood, spiritual, and personal lifestyle development in an everyday woman. I hope you enjoy. Stay tuned. Hi, Valorous Soldiers. So, welcome back to another episode. My name is Crystal, and this is Women of Mighty Valor Podcast. So in today's episode, I'll be sharing a special, special event that we had on October the 24th, 2020, and it is the Confident Woman of God Virtual Summit. And on this podcast, on this episode, there there are three speakers that um, has given us advice in how to become a confident woman of God. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. If you do, don't forget to share with your family and friends. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to see whenever we have posted and just enjoy, sit back, enjoy, make some notes if you can, because this is going to be a really good one. God, and when you talk about confident woman, first of all, you know, God does not give us this power of fear. <laughs> that is the first thing. And in order for us to become confident, you understand, we, we have to believe in ourselves. It's a belief. When you believe in yourself, first of all, and in order for you to get this, you know, you see, it's a daily thing. It's when you put your confidence in God and you begin to feed on the word of God. Because you see, when we start out with it, when I start out, I want to speak a little about myself. When I start out with God, it wasn't easy. But I've learned, gradually learned to grow with God. And I realized when I begin to study the word of God, and I begin to put trust in God, because when I started out, it was, I was, I felt like I couldn't make it. I felt like, you know, I didn't have any confidence at all. But I begin to read the Bible. And I, you know what I helped me to? I look on the old prophets. When you look back on the old prophets, uh, you know, what they've been through, you know, how they live their life. And I said, if they can do it, I can do it too. So I start begin to build this confidence, you know, I pray, I seek, whatever I do, I don't do nothing without God. And, and I started, you know, speaking. And if I, any, anything at all, I put my hands up, I got before God and I said, Lord, I need your help. I cannot do this on my own. I begin to um, uh, get confident in God first. And after I feel the confidence in God, I begin to start a confidence in myself because there are certain things and there are certain weakness I think I couldn't reach. You understand? But after a while, I begin to learn more that you see it's all in God. When you put your confidence and your trust in God, then after a while, yourself, you begin to um, feel that relationship. Knowing within yourself, you can make it. You understand? Because there's nothing impossible with God. So I just begin to put him first and then start, you know, believe in myself because each and every one of us are beautiful. God makes us special and we are beautiful in you understand me. And these are things that some women um, have problem with. They begin to look at me. I'm not cute as a sister brown and I'm and I don't have a, that shape as so but look here. God makes each and of us, every one of us in a very special way. Everybody can't have a, a fat body. Yeah, fat body, are you want to call it? You understand me? And so you have to learn to accept who you are as women, especially as women of God. 
accept who you are and know that you are beautiful and God makes you every one of us in a special way. You understand me? And I started you know, realizing to myself that I can make it. I can do all things through this man Christ Jesus. I pray. I put in fasting. And these are the things that you use and add. These are daily things and when you continue to do this, you continue to build that um, self-relationship. You understand me? And you have, have that firm mind and knowing that, look here, I can do all things. Not because of my size or my strength, but because of Christ. You understand me? And I became, I started to do that. So as women of God, and in order for us to build a, re, a relationship, and in order for us to be that confident person, we have to have that belief. And believe in Christ Jesus, you, you, you're not going to make it. You understand me? And there is where you understand me. Each and every one of us have a weakness. And that when when you, you put that weakness before God, you pray about it. You ask him to uplift you. You ask him for strength as you go along. And whatever situation you are, any weakness you have, you, you set it before him. And he will see you through. Mighty God know us before we even ask of him. You understand me? All we have to do is just look to Christ Jesus. And he will direct our path. I remember starting out and I lived some things with my kids and I was saying, as a single woman too, and I was saying, how am I going to go on? How am I going to make it with my kids, two kids? But everything I do, I pray and I seek God. And I remember I said, Lord, you know, I need some money to pay their school fees. And I said, God, I cannot do it, you know. How can I do this? I wasn't working at the time. And I say, you know what, I pray and I, and I talk to them. And I say, you are, you are going to college, you know. I tell my children, but I don't know where the money was coming from. But I told them that you are going to college. But guess what? I, I know, oh, each time I get myself in trouble, I know who to look to. I look to King Jesus. You understand me? And at a point in time, I remember a point in time, I had some money to pay for my daughter. And I said, she said, mommy, you're going to deregister me, you know. And I said, look here, who is the bigger man? She said, Jesus. And I said, come here, I can show you where we can, can get the money from. And she come with me. Maybe she think I have some money in my handbag or somewhere. I said, kneel down right here, so. And she kneeled down, and I kneeled down, too. And I began to talk to God. I said, God, I need X amount of money, and I don't know where to come from by the morning, because the money must be in the morning. And I talked to him. And I could remember. The morning, she, she went out to school. The whole day I was praying and I was just talking to God. I was just worshiping. I was just worshiping. And the evening she came back home and I said, Chan, how was school? It was good. And she don't say anything more to me. So I said, what happened? All the money go. She said, Mommy, they extend the time. I said, what do you say? She said, they extend the time. I said, who are the bigger man? She said, Jesus. I said, who are the bigger man? She said, Jesus. I said, okay, that's good. And the time that they give us. I paid the money before that time came. So I realized that when you're put confident in God, God will also give you the confidence to deal with things within your life, within yourself. And it's, it's not an overnight thing. You understand me? It's not an overnight thing. Confidence can build any second. You understand me? Just put that great trust in King Jesus. And I've seen many a time when so many hurdles, so many problems, so many situations, and God come to for us. You understand me? And as a woman of God, man, we don't have to do as the world do. You don't have to put down others. You help others as you go along. 
these are things that you can help to build other person. You know, you help to uplift them. Speak good about others. Yeah, because some person only speak good about themselves, their family, their friends. But just the sense of God, you know, I like to go out and look for this person that looks down. It's when you're down in the spirit. It's sometimes even at church. I remember visiting other churches. And I always look out for the people that when I say, in a little corner by themselves, where nobody cares about them. Because there are times, you know, you, 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 it's because we people today think about, some of us think about the person that's happy. If you can drive a car, you have a lot of friends in church. If you can do the nice stuff them and you have a nice job, you have a lot of friends. But what about the less fortunate one that got to a place as yet? You understand me? And you know, these are things that you can do too. When you feel others, God will build you. Glory to God. You understand? And I will go around and encourage them. Talk to them. Because no matter what weakness they are, or what, no matter what situation they are, remember, you know, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you could think and ask for. And some person, they're sad out, they have some weakness. And if you can share testimony with them, encourage your spirit. You understand? Uplift them. When God see you do that for someone else, you know how much he will do for you because you're helping others. You know, and you have to help others because even us, you started out weak in the spirit, but then what? As things goes by and you get encouraged and somebody else encourages you, you do the same. So I believe, you know, as someone of God, just focus on God and ask him your weakness that you have. Just talk to God, tell him about your situation, and he will fix things in your favor for you. You understand? These are my few words. In Jesus' name. Um, as I listened to Miss Marvia, that was that was good word of encouragement. We thank you for that. Um, it is my pleasure to be sharing with you today, um, too. Um, I am absolutely in love with the topic that I'm going to share, how to gain confidence as women of God. My name, as you heard, is Melissa James, and I am a theologian. What this means is that I am oftentimes engaging with others, um, whether by preaching or teaching or even simple presentations like this one. And I do believe that I believe that you have to have a lot of confidence to do so, right? Um, a lot of us struggle with lack of confidence. We think that we are not capable of achieving something because we are simply afraid, afraid to, you know, put ourselves out there, afraid to hear the thoughts or have or, or the perception of others. So we shy away from, 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 you know, basically attaining our goals. And what happened is that leaves us feeling unaccomplished or, or just this, or and just dissatisfied. Um, a friend of mine shared a story with me one time. He told me that he was in love with a woman. Um, but he could not find the confidence to, to tell her how she how he felt and so he was so afraid to approach her that he didn't he didn't 
later on he learned that she was dating somebody else and then basically lived to regret not making that move right so the lack of confidence sometimes causes us to miss the goal that we want to we want to achieve this is why having confidence is very crucial to our self development the more confidence we be, confident we become the more we're able to calm that voice inside of us saying or telling us that we are or we can't do it um, or we're not capable of doing something so confidence is believing in oneself to accomplish any task no matter what the challenges no matter how difficult it seem we believe that we are able to to do so um, and so today I want us to look on three ways how we can develop our confidence as women of God. So the first point that I want to look on, on is confidence does not come overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. It is uh, something that we have to work on. Right? The first time I was to preach my official sermon, I, I panicked, <laughs> I panicked. I had this reaction for several reasons. I didn't know my capabilities. Um, I was coming from a theological school with little or no experience at all. So I wasn't fully aware of how to present a sermon. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware of, you know, how to, to prepare it or even to structure this well they, they taught you all these things right but the, the practical experience i i had none <laughs> i had none um i went to theology school theological school and i i haven't preached i haven't stand in a podium right so after finishing this it is expected of me to do these things so i had no experience so i was afraid of a lot of things i was unsure of a lot of things um i think about the congregation and whether or not they would accept um what i was saying would they would they understand what i was saying to them i was also concerned about the the head pastors the head pastor and the other ministers um normally when pastors um, come together they would critique each other it's just natural for them to critique each other, right? So my thought process is, oh my gosh, am I going to do this good enough? Because I know they're going to critique me and they're going to judge me, <laughs> right? Um, even more, I was coming from a reputable institution and people generally assume that that institution generates leaders, like great leaders and ministers, right? So you have people looking up to you, like expectation is very high. And so my first sermon, I was a, a ball of nerves. I cried, like I literally cried. Sit in the car, I sat in the car and I cried and I said to God, parking outside of the church and I cried and I said, God, why, why did you do this to me? Like why? Have you put me in a place like this for me to go do a sermon that I, I am, to me, I'm not capable of doing? So I cried and I panicked, right? But I had to do it. 
I was there, I was scheduled to do it. So I, I have to do it. So I did my first official sermon and then I had to go on to do the, the second. I had to do the third. I had to do the fourth. I had to do the fifth and, and, and go on and go on. And as I developed and practiced, my confidence grew and I started to believe that I can. The key is not to give up no matter how hard something really is, to be persistent, to get over the initial, the initial fear of, I can't do it. Just to, if you get over that initial fear of, I can't do it, then finding yourself on, in any situation or, or whatever goal you want to achieve, it means that once you put yourself in a place where, okay, I'm going to, I feel like this now, but I'm gonna try anyhow, you will start to at least believe that you can, right? So as your confidence grow, you will find yourself more driven to stretch to your ability. After the first sermon, I feel as if I wanted to get better and better and better. And so I started working at being better and better. So the, the what if thoughts will come, it will arise. What if I fail? What if I embarrass myself? Because I feel like that too, even my second, third, fourth sermon. I, what if I fail? But with the self-assurance, these thoughts will no longer paralyze you. Instead, you'll be able to just go through it, sometimes laughing and smiling and feeling energized and feeling that you are progressing to pursuing or achieving the goal that you you want but as people of god we have the ability to connect to the source of our strength which is our heavenly father jesus when he was leaving the, the earth said i will send you a helper it means that when you are not capable, if you feel like you're not capable of doing something, then we have the help of um, the, our God, which will give us our strength, which will give us the strength to do. I believe as women of God, that the help that we need, or what, what can boost our confidence, is the Holy Spirit that is living inside of us. Every time I go before an audience, I ask God to help me to deliver the way that he wants me to. It is not about me. I'm going to put aside myself and I'm going to allow the confidence of God, the, the, the source of our power and, of, and our confidence um, to guide me through this process, to guide me through um, in this task, in this given task. And so I put myself aside and I realized that my confidence grew more because it is coming from God. He empowered me to do, to do the work um, and, I, and I moved forward um, accordingly. A good example of this is the story of Esther. Um, Esther is a powerful woman of God uh, she was first introduced um, as a maiden who found favor in the sight of the king 
And because of this, the king decided to take Esther as the queen. Um, Esther was a Jew, but the king wasn't aware of her lineage at the time, didn't know where she come from. So word came to the king after a while that there were some people who weren't adhering to the laws of the kingdom, of his, his, his rulership, um, which caused him to be very angry. Therefore, he commanded, um, he commanded for them to be, to be destroyed, destroy all of them. Now, Esther heard of this, and she knew that she would have to intervene because the king had charged to destroy her people, and that would include herself. But the intervention would not be easy. It means that she would have to she would have to find some way, somehow, to convince the king to change his mind about this. And in order for her to do that, she would have to go in his presence. The thing is, the queen has a specific time to go to the king, and that wasn't the time. But she had to do it at a specific time, else everything going to go crazy. She knew she had to do it, right? It means that she would have to, she would have to tread carefully and with caution. And with this, she would have to develop the confidence, the courage to go and approach the king. Esther knew that she could not do this one without the help of God. She couldn't do it by herself. And so she sent word to the people, the Jews, we are going to put this situation in, in the hands of God. And in order for us to do that, we are going to pray and fast for three days. And they did that. It requires great confidence to approach the king for one thing, for two things. One, she should not be going to the king at the time that she was going to the king. And two, because of the nature of the situation, she was a Jew and she would be killed also along with the Jew, right? So it was a, it was a difficult situation. It was a very life-threatening situation. But Esther knew that the confidence that she needs is in Christ our Lord, is in God, who is our helper. So we have that same confidence. We have that same help in Christ. So when we are going through our situations and our trials and our temptations and whatever it is that is causing us to have lack of confidence, it means then that we can, we can pull for the source who is capable of, 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 of taking us to a place of confidence so that we can perform and so that we can achieve our goals. We sometimes struggles, struggle with confidence, but we have to be persistent. We, we have to self-assure, we need to reassure ourselves and we also need to rely on the help of the Holy Spirit. And with all of this, we will be able to push forward and to achieve the goals that we set out to. All right. Thank you for listening.
this. A little bit about my background. So for those who don't know me, is that um, I am I'm a therapist by profession, and um, ministry is something that I do not. I still still am learning to um, embrace the call on my life and and the um, trajectory that it's going. It's never something that I was, you know, like, yeah, you know, the pom-pom and the, yes, God, yeah, use me, use me. Uh-uh. I'm the type of person that I love to go to church and I love to sit in the back and, you know, just to enjoy church because, you know, that's that's what some of us do. But I moved to, where did, where did I move to? I moved to so many places. So I remember moving to Atlanta and one day, um, I, went, I got up in the morning and I said, okay, God, I'm going to church today. I was I was um, in college in Atlanta. And I said, I'm going to church today and I'm going to to just go and I dress down. And I said, I just want to enjoy the service and I just want to do, you know what I want to do? You know, just go sit down and check in everything. So I went to church and I went to my regular spot. And I went to my regular spot and... I uh, I was <laughs> I heard the Lord says look over to your right and I'm like mm, no you know I look you know I look to see if somebody was beside me talking you know to my left because to my right is that aisle so the Lord said uh uh-uh, uh look over to your right and I was like uh uh-uh. uh no this is church I told you that you know I'm going to go to church just to enjoy today Sunday. And he said, I need you to look to your right. And I was like, no, daddy. Um, today I'm just here to enjoy service. I'm not looking to my right. And <laughs> I finally looked to my right and he said to me, go pray for that lady over there. And I'm like, why? All them missionaries in white. First of all, I'm dressed in, I think I was dressed in full black or black and white. Those are the persons that, you know, you need to use to, to pray for that lady. And I heard the Lord said, I need you to go pray for that lady and do it now. I don't know what pushed me out of my seat. Um, but when I went and I prayed for the lady, I had to repent right after because I heard later that the lady was just diagnosed with cancer. And she... Um, was just battling. From that day, I learned never to doubt the unexpected. Through that experience, I've learned to develop the confidence that I do hear from God and also have a relationship that is strong with Him. How do I maintain that relationship is through prayer and constant communication. So just as how I talk to my friends, it's the same way I talk to my father. It's the same way I continually be consistent in whatever he says to do, how he says to do it, and wherever he says to go. Is it easy? Definitely not. However, it has been one of the best things I ever said yes to. Learning to continuously allow God to move in your life and continuously be confident that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that he ever asked or ever think. Um, is something that 
you will learn through the process. So it's not an overnight process. Your confidence in God does not come. Okay, tomorrow I'm going to be confident, you know. I just accept the Lord Jesus, and so I'm going to walk, and I'm going to be confident tomorrow after I accept him. It don't work like that. It's a gradual stage. So it takes time. And you, one of the things I've learned throughout the process that is that you are not the one that called yourself. You are not the one that... Um, that you you did not call yourself to this walk so you are not the one that dictates where you go when you go and how you do it so the matriculation in your in your confidence in god comes from your relationship with him so whatever he wants to do at whatever time he wants to do it he's going to do it what <laughs> that part of my journey has humbled me humbled me so many times because there's so many times that we fall short of God's glory or we we arrive at a situation and we say okay I should be confident in this I should be confident in his word I should be confident in the way I speak and then and then we don't we think that we you know have it all together and so we are the one that dictates and God is like uh-uh I'm the one that does this I'm the one that 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 takes you to the next level and so it can be an humbling experience in the sense of you developing in God and developing who you are in God. As you begin to, to see God for yourself and begin to seek Him, those relation, the relationship that you have with Him, that's when you become more confident. That's when you become more more open to the fact that He's able and, and whatever He says to you, you don't have to worry or fret because He said it and you know He says it. He's even, he'll even confirm it. I remember there are certain situations that I said to Him, I know I didn't just heard that. And He said, okay, watch. Two seconds and he confirmed it that allowed me to build my confidence in God fasting is also important and when I say fasting I don't mean oh tomorrow I won't eat today I won't eat no you deliberately speak God and you ask him okay God how do you want me to go on a fast what do you want me to do so it's constant dialogue between just as though I'm dialoguing with you that's how you dialogue with God just as though you talk to your friends that's how you talk to Jesus no I call him daddy because he's the only father that I've known and he's been consistent in my life so my relationship with him has to be consistent and I take pride in that I take pride in that. So consistent relationship with him, consistent communication, learning to know who you are and building your identity and to be strong in God um, is not a requirement, but it allows you to see that your confidence is not built by your, just yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there was something I was, else I was going to say, but it slipped me. But yeah, your confidence in God is not built overnight. It's a process. It's a daily walk. It's a daily renewal. It's a it's a daily thing that where you okay, God, I think I got it today, but I, and tomorrow you might wake up and you say, okay, God, I think I didn't get it right, and that's okay too. It's knowing that so as the east is from the west, so as he thrown our sins and remembers them no more. Is reminding yourself that he's capable of doing whatever he says he will and he will not he will not lie he will not he will not um he will not tell you something that he can't back you can be confident in his word if he says he's going to show up he's going to show up for you 
All right, Valorous Soldiers, so thank you for listening to this episode. If you're interested in joining our ministry, then go ahead and contact us on our website, which is womenofmightyvalorministry.com. Like, literally, we have so much in store for you. It is ridiculous. Um, You know, we have, like, monthly Bible challenge and all that jazz. If you want to find out more about us, just check out our first, first, very episode all about Women of Mighty Valor Ministry, who we are, what we stand for, and all that jazz. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, and I'll see you guys next week, if God's willing. Bye, Valorous Soldiers. Mm-hmm.